All right, it's Monday on Daily Delivery. Michael Rand here. Patrick Royce joins me as always. Although, Patrick, I got to believe you are maybe a little bit more tired today than I am because you uh, did the did the triple header on, uh, on, on Sunday. You saw at least uh, a good piece of all three of the major, major things going on. Twins, uh, Wild, and Wolves in that order, uh, including two playoff games. Uh, we'll get into the details of all that soon. Maybe start with the Wolves, but what was the what was the day like? What was the overall experience like for for you know just the uh, the opportunity to be able to do that? Well, I was uh, when I thought about doing it and ran it past uh, Chris Carr, our boss, on Saturday. I was thinking I'd be parking three different times, you know. And then I said, "Okay, I still got my Uber app that I haven't used for about four years." So I put the car in the Target Center lot. I mean the ramp A there, and then. Uh, Ubered over and Uber back, and that made life a lot easier. You could, you know, you didn't have to. Now, finding the Uber driver and where he was hiding in St. Paul to get home was not to get back was not good, easy. But, uh, and then my other Uber driver uh, was thought he was trying out for the Indianapolis 500. So, and <laughs> we were going about 70 miles an hour, 100 yards away from the Kellogg Boulevard exit. <laughs> But anyway, it was it was fine, and uh, it wasn't it wasn't that bad. And I, uh, you know, there was a, I left the Twins game after at the after six innings, and I mean, went and found the Uber guy, took went to the uh, went there, but it was a, it was it was like fifteen minutes, and the game was in a Lopez was just getting them out in the eighth. I mean, it was yeah. like I mean that game was just just flying around so i watched the end of the game at tom reed's uh, hockey pub and and by the way uh tom i i discussed uh, with tom reed whether he was hoping that uh this game the series went to six games so he could get that extra thing and he said yeah but he would uh, get that extra day at the at the bar but yeah. he would also he would take it. He'd take the wild five because that would mean there'd be another series to, uh, yeah. to have as a gold mine. But uh, uh, anyway, it was uh, yeah, it was it was it was okay, and the wild crowd was uh, extremely fired up. Although I don't believe I'd heard all these stories about how crazy it was there Friday. Right, uh, absolutely insane. And it was to me just a normal playoff game, like they've had there. Maybe a little higher, but not. I mean, there's the suitor sucks. They get to yell at and stuff. But uh, but I then I realized, okay, they had three hours more of drinking time on Friday night. They didn't drop the puck till eight fifty or something. So you, you get them get them three more hours of drinking, they'll be a little louder. That's my theory. But uh, uh, anyway, and then the, over the wolves, and uh, I didn't know how long I'd be there because I figured Denver would be 15 ahead at the end of the first half and uh, we could go home and they were and then uh pretty uh pretty amazing uh comeback there in the fourth quarter and here Mike the the oddness of this team never demonstrated better right yes you're 12 ahead with three minutes you, left yeah you, you 12 ahead and you give it away in a minute you yeah. let them shoot any three they want you have just puked on yourselves more than any team of all the great lousy finishes they've had in the playoffs. This was number one. 
and then they win in overtime. Yes. <laughs> what, what chance did you give them going into overtime to win the game? 0.0%. <laughs> I thought they were cooked. <laughs> they come out and, and beat them. And by then, I was kind of standing in the back watching the game on TV, and I was standing there uh, at the end of the like the last 30 seconds, and Ant goes to throw up, jack up that three. And then we both yelled, don't shoot, because he got a boom, he makes it. So, uh, you know, he gets that look in his eyes, the ball's going up, you know that. And he, yep. uh, he ended up having a – a uh, big game and was probably the hero of the game, but uh, that was a that was an amazing win for me. Listen, you go into that series and you're big underdogs, and then anyway, and then you take two of your best six players out of the lineup. That's you know, I mean, it's it, they really had no chance and they won't win it. But uh, you know, to get one win was you know save some self respect for them. I thought, and uh, was was a big shocking victory to me because who knows? Do we know if Kyle Anderson? If we're ever going to see him again? Uh, he got poked in the eye, right? So he got poked in the eye by Ant, I think. Yeah, 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 his own guy. So what if they have to go out there without him? Oh, geez. And then you're missing three of your top six guys. So uh, anyway, but yeah, it was a good. It was a. It was a fun. Now they did not, uh, as I pointed out in my online thing today. Uh, some of those empty, they had a lot of empty seats up there at the top. Uh, yeah. The place was jam-packed full on uh, Friday night, but the reality had set in. And Sunday night is not the greatest time for uh, games uh, anyway right in this town. But uh, so uh, there was there was a couple thousand empty seats in there. But, uh, hey, I, I'll tell you what, I walked out after the game was over with the masses, though, and everybody stayed. Nobody bailed out. They were all – they were – there were eight-year-old kids walking out with me at whatever the heck it was, 11.30 at night or quarter to 12 or whatever it was. So they, they hung in there with them, that's for sure. Well, and they, they tried to give it away again in overtime, right? Because they were, I was yeah, watching, right. they were up. Yeah, they were seven they were up, up, and then they were one up. Yeah, it's, just, it's unbelievable how they, I mean, it was almost, yeah, you're right. It was the the very definition of this team in one game where they do the unexpected, they they blow the big lead still, but then they, they do the unexpected again. And I think you're right. This they're not gonna. I think this ends pretty quickly in Denver in Game Five. But I was surprised that they that they were able to put forth that kind of effort on on Sunday. That they weren't just like, well, wasn't our year. Good learning experience. But Denver's just better. They they did manage because you could tell Denver Denver was incentivized to win that game. They wanted to finish that in four, get the full week of rest, things like that, and not have to not have to go back to Denver again on on Tuesday where I think we're I think we're on parallel tracks still on Tuesday right there's going to be wild and wolves again on Tuesday <laughs> that's right and they were probably both be 832 right yeah I, I, no I think the I think the Dallas uh wild game was a five seven o'clock that day oh really good because they don't have the double header going or something yeah I think well, I think they, they I think they finally yeah I think they finally gave him a good slot I think there's three games that night and they just said oh, you know yeah. what we're not going to make the they're not going to make the two be late. They're going to have so, the two so kind of too early and one late. Two collide with each other. Okay, all right. Well, that's good. Anyway, the uh, yeah, the uh, uh, you're right though. It has been amazing that they're uh, you know the we're we're not used to the wolves being around to uh, conflict with anything, right? No. And, and they both and in the wild always get knocked out in the first round, so it isn't a big thing. But uh, I, I, again, I. You know, the other thing about it is 
I'm I've been a cat semi cat basher. Yeah, for I was going to ask you about that. I was going to ask about that because that's how you wrote about I it. He, I thought he I thought he fought in that series. I thought he tried like he didn't do as much whining as normal. He battled them. They let at Aaron Gordon mug him, kill him. I mean, he is. They are knocking the beat jeebers out of him. Uh, and I mean, Gordon on Friday night, he was eight feet from the wild bench. Wolves bench. Yes. Yeah. Beaten. Uh, uh, I mean, yeah, the wolves bench. Beaten on him. Beaten on him. Beaten on him. And then Finch and, and Cat did. Didn't complain, but Finch just took a huge slice out of the referee right on the bench, and the guy did. The guy knew he, but but it's like they, I think they believe Charles Barkley that Cat's just a big, you know, whatever softy, and yeah, softy. But I mean, they are that Gordon is a thug. If he was a hockey player, he'd be a goon. He's a he's you know he's a big thick. Uh, he's not that tall, but he's what's about six eight. But he's a brick. Yeah, he outer. is. And, and they've been using him to beat up on Cat, and then Jokic once in a while, but not that much. Gee, I, I didn't realize until the game was over. Jokic had forty three. Yeah, and and they uh, and they managed to beat him. So that was uh, that's pretty amazing. They did play a quite of a long stretch there with Cat and four little four, four smaller guys and. That helped him uh, get the lead there. That was that was a weird lineup for him, but they, uh, I, I, you know, they didn't have much choice there for a while. But that that lineup worked okay. But that twelve, that had to be the quickest twelve point lead I ever saw. Oh, it, was, it was unbelievable. It was, it was like a minute. I know it was like. Why are you letting me? I mean, I don't. I'm a I'm a pitch supporter. I like the guy. I think he can coach. But guard the three. Yes. Once they made two. Don't just give him another one, you know. I, I heard him in his post game say, "Well, they kept making their threes. Well, yeah, that, maybe you should go guard them. <laughs> right? Make them, make them shoot a layup and a three, and then you're going to win the game." But uh, uh, as as we just said when we started, the fact that they had, they were able to puke that away and then win in overtime is just amazing to me. Take a playcation to Mystic Lake. With 24-7 gaming, the good times never have to end. And you can satisfy your cravings at our restaurants and bars. Or relax in one of our luxurious hotel rooms. Those that play together, stay together. And don't forget to join Club M so you can spark new memories and bask in the rewards along the way. Follow the lights to Mystic Lake, where every day is play day. Well, and and winning that game forestalls the obvious kind of off-season questions that I think a lot of people were kind of already starting to think about when they went down 3-0. And I think that watching that game kind of brought to the forefront some of some of those questions again, just like what you know, what is their best lineup? What what are they best suited to do if, if they're thinking about their identity going forward? Like this that's just the thing with this year, with with all the changes they had, with the injury they had, with cat, with trying to mesh all this together you never really found a team that that could that really figured out what it does really well and so just watching that game trying to figure out ah, like what's what's the way through this year are they going to try to are they going to try to run this back next year do they still need to make a big trade i still feel like cat i still feel like cat, a cat trade makes sense at a certain point but what what do you think as as you as you, I, as you I, just I, watch this team what what do they got to do 
I think everybody who says trade cat is going to be extremely disappointed by what you would get in return. It's not like you're going to trade him and get three number ones. No. And a, and a player. You no, I agree to, with that. He's, he's, he's kick a, a $235 million contract kicks in uh, this year, next year. He just missed 52 games. Uh, whether, you know, we, you know, that's one thing we forget. Uh, if his injury was indeed that severe, I don't think anybody's surprised he has, should be surprised he hasn't had his A game in these playoffs right. all the time. But I, I, you know, I say, okay, trade cat. But first, before you trade cat, tell me what you're going to get. Sure. What are you going to get in return? You know, I don't want to get, uh, I don't want to get the second coming to D'Angelo Russell. And uh, and a number one draft choice, and say, okay, let's get rid of him. We were disappointed in Wiggins, so we, uh, you know, instead of trying to light a fire under him and make him into a, you know, a little better of a player, uh, we, uh, you took a stiff in his, uh, you know, you, you took Russell in his place, and uh, you got to find out what you can get, and you can't get anything for Gobert. He's, you know, first of all, you would look awful foolish, right? But I got to say, my assessment of Rudy Gobert is he's not nearly as good a player as I thought he was. Yeah. I had no idea he was this clumsy. I had no idea his footwork was that bad. Now, he bad, I think he fought as well as he could. Uh, and he they, they had moments when they were able to play together. But uh, I certainly had my druthers. I'd keep Cat. I'd keep Cat and get rid of Gobert. But because uh, Cat's a much better player than Gobert. But, I, I, you know, a lot of us, when they made the trade, were against it. Then we said, well, maybe they don't. Then we said, okay, yeah, they must know what they're doing. They didn't know what they were doing. No. Connolly didn't know what he was doing. <laughs> he did not know what he was doing. They had no idea how these two guys were going to fit together. So uh, I, I don't know where they go. I don't know where they go. I think they get worse before they get better because Mike Connolly's this we've seen the best of Mike Connolly. Yes. 36 years old. He's going into his 17th season. And he he he's been hurt like parts of uh three straight years. And uh it, I mean we you got him healthy. He's uh if 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 he was a 33 year old point guard you could say okay but he needs somebody behind him. Yes. And, uh and there's nobody in sight. So I, I don't. I, I think they're uh, they're a uh, fighting to get into the play in again next year. Team, I, I don't see them getting better. Yeah, so, I mean, unless they, especially if they lose Nas, which they probably are gonna. Yeah, I mean, I, I think part of this year. I mean, a lot of this year is built on seeing what uh, what step forward Edwards took, and I think he took a pretty significant step forward. And he's been good in these playoffs. Like he, you know, he's. Not afraid to shoot it, that's for sure. He's he's got the the will to be the the guy taking the shots in clutch time. He makes enough of them to make you feel good about that. But it's it's become more clear than ever that it's his team. It's just a matter of what's what's the best thing around him. And I don't know if they figured. I don't again. I don't think they know what the plan is yet. I think you're right. I think you you hit on something really good there, where they like where you're like, well, I trust what they're doing with this Gobert trade, and they did not. They did not know what they were doing. Oh, they did not know what the solution was. Now I've heard this alternate. 
this alternate theory that it really wasn't Kyle. Now, this is from fans. This isn't, I mean, this is from people uh, just kind of on the margins, okay? That they think it was Mark Laurie and A-Rod wanting to make a big splash. That is the biggest bunch of crap I yeah. have ever heard. That this was Tim Connolly making the trade. Don't don't try to blame anybody else. Right. And, and uh, I don't know. Did he did he think he needed Gobert to guard Jokic in the conference finals or something? I have no idea what the deal is. So, I mean, Rudy. I think I think Rudy. He's a you know Rudy's probably more of a whiner than Cat. It's just not as obvious. But uh, uh, the twin whiners. Let's call him that. It's where his uh, and his his footwork's when he when he gets there, when he gets on the wrong foot he's in trouble down there. I I don't know he's he's just not. Plus I can't stand you know he's ruining he's ruining the free throwing of all young Minnesotans who are ever watching. <laughs> right. the, is this the way we should get our arm halfway there and then stop and then kind of push it? That's uh, that's that's not you know. I mean, come on, Rudy. You've been playing basketball since you were 12. Uh, you know, learn how to shoot a free throw in the, you know, instead of stopping on the way for, yeah. I don't know what you, I don't know where you go here. I, I sure, uh, you know, we, I think we all want him to figure out a way to keep Nas Reed, especially when you don't have a draft choice. And, right. and, and, and I don't, I, I mean, I don't think, how can, how can people be upset? by what's going on in the playoffs when you, you know, when you were, as I said, you you don't have two of your top six players. Yeah. You know, I mean, they have no depth at all. They, they end up going back to playing Austin Rivers, which they should have been doing instead of Jordan McLaughlin anyway. But Jalen uh, Noel, yeah. Uh, yeah, what happened to him? He's terrible. Yeah, and he got hurt. But yeah, I, I, I don't think he's fully healthy. But yeah, he's he's. Not I liked good. him a lot. I liked him a lot. I was that guy's getting. You know, he's got to get more time, and there's a real offensive threat. He's been terrible this year. Maybe he is hurt, but he's been he's gone for sure. Right? He's a free agent, right? Yes, I think so. Yeah, they won't make any effort to sign him, but no. uh, it's uh, it's you know, hey, they want a game and. I think they uh, they didn't they didn't suffer the indignity of being the first Wolves team. Now you can say they would have been the first Wolves team to get swept in four, but then again, they haven't had that many opportunities to be no. swept in four. No. This is only their third playoff appearance since two thousand four, which is the first year that they played uh, they played best of seven in the uh, first round. So they've only been in the playoffs four times since the first round was best. Right. So, uh, so they haven't had a lot of chances to No. When you have a 13 year streak without being in the playoffs, you're not going to get swept in four. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> they got, they got swept in, they got swept in 82. A lot of those years. <laughs> yes. Yes. They did. Anyway, what's, what's your view? I don't know. Where, 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 where do you think they're going? I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I, I feel like if I do feel like a, a town's trade, would make a certain amount of sense, but I think the logic to it is the point you made. It's like, what what are you going to get in return? I don't know what the, I don't know what the, if if the if the big picture plan, if the way out of the box eventually was a cat trade, this year didn't do you any favors with that. Obviously, with him no. being hurt, and you know having 
an awkward fit, as we euphemistically say, this year. So, and I getting think ripped the, nationally, the getting ripped nationally. Yes, soft. You got Charles going on TNT every night saying he's he's a soft. He doesn't. Well, he's you know one of his strengths is he doesn't have to play down low. But Charles sees a big man, he wants him down low, right? So yeah, so I. I feel like the, the the two options are you either trade Cacks, you're not going to trade Gobert. You try to get a good, you know, try to get a good player and a pick for him, you know, someone who plays maybe the the three four somewhere in there, or you figure out a better way to you know have these guys play together enough, but also not be so beholden to this lineup where you figure out how you can play with one, how you can play. You know, with one or the other, more than you have to play with both of them at the same time, and kind of figure out and what they got to figure out is their crunch time lineup and how to stagger these minutes enough where you could still get them both, you know, the right amount of time, but it doesn't always have to be together because it just it just doesn't it it doesn't really feel great when they're trying to play them together. I think it's it's been okay sometimes, and it probably would get better with with time, but they got to be pretty sure they can figure this out if they're going to try this for another year because you just. The clock's ticking on Ant. The clock's ticking on everybody when in the NBA. You know, a lot of teams play smaller now. Maybe the uh, maybe long term cat with four smaller guys is uh, something that they can use for half a game or so. You know, yeah, use quite often because uh, you know be more be more athletic and uh, just you know open up the court and you don't rebound yeah. that well anyway so difference is big but I mean Gobert you know he's a rebounder you gotta give him credit for that but I don't know what what do you think so this year I was really I mean the NBA wise it was like 27th in attendance but NBA attendance right. was right off the charts this year but I was really impressed with the fan enthusiasm and the 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 happy attitude you know the the positive attitude that people had about this team, you know, the ones that were going to the games. Yeah. And I, I wonder what that, I wonder if that crowd will be back next year. I, I don't know. It's, it's, uh, I guess it's the main reason is they love ants, right? They love yes. Edwards. And so you just got to put him out front and, you know, have him on every ad and have him come in in the summer and make some public appearances and, and, and really make him the, the the vision of the franchise and then maybe yep. the maybe the younger fan base will keep coming in but uh, uh i don't know they're they're at, they're at they're at another crossroads at which they've only had about uh let's see in 33 years they've only been at about 25 of those right crossroads. <laughs> yes crossroads are, the crossroads are familiar to this yeah. our operation so. If they're not in a rebuild, they're at a crossroads. <laughs> yes, they are. Um, it's unbelievable. They should. Let's face it. They should have kept Tibbs. My guy Tibbs. Yeah, we, I saw three you. Three to one over Cleveland. Come on, Tibbs. No I saw good. you. I saw you had to write. Uh, Sorry, Tibbs. I didn't mean to take a shot at you with the Jamal Murray trade. <laughs> it was a. It was a sentence that the desk said. Okay, we could get Tibbs in the headlines. People don't like him. We'll get somebody to read this. My poor guy Tibbs, he's the coach of the year again. And they're gonna <laughs> rip him. They're gonna rip my guy Tibbs. So uh anyway, I love Tibbs because he's a psychotic basketball man who right. has nothing else in his life. Right. Nothing. He's a bachelor for life. All he cares about is basketball. You cut his head open with an axe basketballs had come out of his brain, <laughs> you know, 
That's why I love him because he's he's an unapologetic psycho about basketball, yes. and that's why I like him. So anyway, uh, I think there's a little that way too with a little better public demeanor. Yes, I think you're right. But, but uh, Fitch is like, you know, all all his his whole life's basketball too. Yes. So. Let's. Let's move on to the wild for a bit because that was that's an opportunity miss. That's a team that you know the stakes were much higher for them. Obviously on on Sunday, the Wolves were just trying to you know save a little face, make this something closer to a series. The Wild had a chance to really take control of this series up to one at home, yeah. getting a lot of the better chances early, but couldn't get one past uh, Ottinger. And then Dallas gets a power play. Um, a Felino penalty, and then it goes 2 0, then it's 2 1, then another Felino penalty. And then after the game, we got to hear about all oh, those were bad calls. And I think they were shaky, they were questionable. But you know what? When Felino's running all over the ice, sometimes that's yeah. going to happen. You're going to get power plays against you. And what Dallas only had three power plays, right? Three, it's not, three, yeah, they had, not a uh, crime to kill penalties. a penalty. They had four penalties, but one of them was a wild, but one of them was a misconduct. So you don't lose a player. So, uh, yeah, three penalties. Uh, you, you you were thirty three percent on the penalty kill. Uh, that's uh, that that's one of the weaknesses of this team. And uh, but but instead of uh, you know instead of Everson coming out and said our penalty kill sucked, he said the referees were bad. I mean he had, it hinted that the hinted yes. strongly that the referees yes. were bad. You know, so I I don't know. You know the first period Dallas had a slight advantage and uh, they came out and they were a little more they were a little more physical than they had been and they and they did hit two pipes right off the off the bat we don't uh, we don't remember that and i thought even though they scored in the power play i thought the first one was a little weak gustafson in fact i had to tweet out flurry would have stopped that one so uh that was uh, you know just to agitate everybody who was bad about flurry <laughs> game 2 but uh yeah it's a serious, i i I talked to Tom Reed, who's honest about such things, uh, and I said, "Who's better?" And he said, "He thinks the Wild's better. He thinks the Wild have a better team." I mean, they got Suter's thirty-eight, and he's yeah. playing on their first defensive pair. It, you shouldn't have a thirty-eight-year-old guy as one of your ace defensemen, right? No, they, they yeah. have highly skilled players. It, it's kind of the Finns versus the Swedes. They got, right. got four-five Finns, and uh, we got all the Swedish guys now, but. Uh, you know who else never gets? How about giving a little heat to Kaprizov? Yeah, he, he gets a breakaway, doesn't score, and then on that power play that they, when Felino kind of induced the power play because the guy shotted it, he had an open net, and he, yeah, you know, wide open net from the right side, and he shot it across the, across the uh, goal mouth and uh, on the other side, put it in that, then you don't have to whine after the game's over. So uh, I, I don't know there. The Wild has been the most protected team in the local media and loved. I mean, the Vikings have, have are more loved, but not always as protected as in the since they got here. We're always you know, we love our Wild and we uh, we give them every uh, known excuse and we uh, you know uh, and you know. Instead of criticizing them after that game, he turned on BSN and everybody else. We got robbed, you know. So ridiculous. Right. 
ridiculous in my opinion when you only have it's not like you went to the box seven or eight times until they scored a goal you know three dallas had as you said three penalties Dallas yeah. had three penalties they scored two goals that's your fault i i, I mean now you you had three penalties right dallas had three power plays they scored twice that's your fault so in my opinion yeah, I'll, I'll be interested to see what they do in Game Five too, because now at least you know, Quinnipiac, at least the Gophers took it like men when they lost to Quinnipiac. <laughs> they, didn't, they didn't whine like a bunch of little uh, whiners. <laughs> yes, yeah. yeah, the Gophers took it like men, unlike you guys. So anyway, you, big, think, strong, burly men. Yeah, you think this is a big series for Evison? I mean, this is this would if they don't win this series, this would be three straight. One and done's, I guess four if you want to count the whatever they did in the pandemic season where it was like a play in almost. But they, uh, do you think there's any? I think he's done a good job, but hockey's weird. If you don't win in the playoffs, you can be you can be gone before you think. And uh, you know what he you know what he does? He can lead on now. He's in the club. So if he gets fired three weeks later, he'll have a new job. Don't worry about it. (laughs) Right. Food <laughs> might not even be done back. He might be back any day now. They never, they always, they always hire the guy that got fired someplace else. Peter DeBoer, right? He's where he's been how many places? He's coaching Dallas now. So, uh, you know, the only guy who might have just had his last chance is Torch. Torch, yeah. <laughs> you never know, fired. though. Never know but, with you know, Torch. Uh, somebody who wants the tough guy still wants the tough guy. I, I, Got to think, Garen and Everson have a Everson have a pretty good relationship. I think so. I do. A couple of old hockey guys, and uh, I also think Garen can come in and make his suggestions to this to him, and uh, who should be the lineup and stuff like that. So, anyway, now we should say in their uh, in their behalf that uh, not having Eck is a bad thing. So, yes, that hurts uh, the penalty back, kill especially. Yeah, he came back for nineteen seconds. So. Something's obviously still wrong. So yeah, that was, a, that was weird too because you would have thought that if it was that, if it was that bad, how do you how do you decide to play him in that game? And they, it didn't cost him in that game. Obviously, that was the game they won Friday five to one. It was one of their best games of the year, not just not just the playoffs, but yeah, weird that they would deem him ready to go and then nineteen seconds in has to come out and yeah, that's just that's too bad because he is you know he does drive a lot of that i think what's been impressive um we'll move on to the twins and we'll get out of here quick but what's been impressive is you know we talk about the wolves and their instability all year and the roster changes and stuff i love hockey how you just you plop all these new guys into the lineup and it's just the greatest thing ever nyquist johansson sunquist just get in yeah. there klingberg just yeah. get in there and play it's just it's like it's like nothing yeah. ever happened they got chemistry right away yeah and the thing about uh hockey i've always said is you know, this is this, this intricate game of hockey. You know what their training camp is? They show up for training camp. They divide up sides and start playing games. Right? I mean, they start having these. They start having they like they report to camp on Tuesday. On Wednesday, they're having inner squad games. Right. That's what you do for practice. Then you have a little skate around for forty-five minutes, and that's it. Then you practice is playing a game. You yes. Know? Just is a, it's a, it's not a. They can, you know, you can set up your power play in certain ways to make it effective, and some guys are better, better penalty kill coaches and stuff like that. But it's, 
it's not like you're spending hours exiting and all and I don't think it's uh it's a different game it's a, as you say a guy can come in and he's here on Tuesday on Wednesday he's on the first line so that's the way it goes or he's playing in the NCAA championship one week and yeah, he's playing right. playing in the playoffs <laughs> the next Wednesdays there's a lineup Neil Bratton when they made the run and uh, just like favors they made the run yeah. and uh well it, 91. He, he was uh, 81. Yeah. 80, 81, 81, 81. Yeah. He was, came out of, he, uh, he had a pretty good year. He, uh, he had pretty good uh, 15 months. He uh, won the gold medal. Uh, went, he came, uh, was an All American uh, gopher player and then uh, with the Wild, I mean, with the North Stars for the playoff run. So uh, he played a lot of hockey there in different places. Right yeah. The so, yeah, it is a weird sport though because it doesn't, doesn't take that much, uh, uh, you know, prep. You can just go out there and play. This Nyquist comes off the bench, and he's now important player. And Johan's yeah. been fantastic for him. So they got to re-sign him. So. Yeah, he's been good. He's been good. Good chemistry there. Where's Baldy though? When's he going to get a goal here? Come yeah, on. they could use some of their. Uh... The best guys need to be good in Game Five, otherwise this thing this thing's going to go sideways on them. But, I think I I've thought they were the better team for more of the series, but they can't, they got to kill penalties and they got to have their big goal scorer step up. It's not complicated and, and to play off here's hockey. Here's the other thing. Two of the next three are in Dallas. You yes. know what that means? Nothing. Yeah. In modern hockey, home right. means nothing. I mean, Look it at means, the- you get the last change, but all you get is and it doesn't give you <laughs> doesn't give you that kind of mental edge that it used to in hockey. It's my here my theory is Every time you got, you got a home hockey game, like this is okay, this is the make or break game. The crowd goes nuts. They're insane in every arena here. They're yeah. playing. And then you go out there and nobody scores a goal for 10 minutes. You start to pucker up before yes. the other team does because you're playing in front of your home fans. That's, yep. I, I, think, I think it's now the home ice disadvantage for big games. So, anyway. Yeah. I think any, I feel, feel like. I can't remember if the Wild has ever clinched a playoff series on home ice. I can't remember if they've done. Oh well, no, that. They, I don't. Well, I can't remember the last. Two Maybe the games. last one, but yeah, I don't know. Not I know too three game sevens that were on the road, and I can't remember what that other one that they won was. Yes. Well, really quick, Patrick, the Twins. Um, before we get out of here, Ooh. I felt like that was kind of an important win yesterday because my calculations yes. they had lost six of seven before that, right? They lost the two yeah, last lost- two to the Yankees, two or three to Boston, and then two to the Nationals. Ten and four, and then, and then they were eleven and ten. And became yeah. the first team to uh, lose a series to the Fighting Nats, uh, who have just got. Why did they won the World Series? Three, 2019. Why did they dismantle this whole thing? I guess they can't be that low budget there. I know they had some pitchers they couldn't bring back. The only one they kept back still have is Corbin, and he's terrible. Right. Uh, I don't know what they did. I don't know why they destroyed themselves like that. But the lineup is is who are these guys? Lineup. Right. And uh, you know, Ober comes over and uh, gives up a run in a really sloppy first inning, and you're like, they gonna get swept by this collection? Right. And then they, uh, they, you know, at least Plock, having Plocko back, has got to help you in a home run. And then he, yeah, I think he hit the foul pole, flipped the foul pole, and then, uh, and then he knocked in another run. And so he's back. And then, uh, uh, and Michael A. Taylor, uh, I got he's, he's been a better hitter than I thought he would be. Uh, he hit it out, and uh, he had a pretty good, 
you know, the home run. And I found out I've been complaining about the A because yeah. because the other Michael Taylor hasn't played in seven years. Yeah. He does yeah. it as a tribute to his father. So okay. uh, I got I got a, the Washington guy told me that because I was saying, let's get rid of the A. And the guy says, ah, he, that's because of his father. Now, it, it originally was to differentiate himself from the other guy, but I think his father passed away. So okay. sometimes <laughs> I've been known to overreact to stuff <laughs> or actually finding out what the reason No. Is. You, not, Patrick, no. Not, Come on. But maybe I'll learn here as I'm getting more experienced, you know. <laughs> More experience. <laughs> anyway, yeah, well, uh, hockey will be uh, the wild. I mean, the wolves will end on Tuesday, but the uh, wild will. I, I still think they're going to get through this series if they quit complaining and start killing a penalty once in a while, for goodness sakes. Yeah. A total of seven penalties in the one misconduct, but a total of seven penalties. There was four on Dallas and three on you, and you got robbed, okay? Yeah. Uh, come on grow up anyway. and the best thing that might have happened yesterday let's end on this kirilov played and hit two home runs in saint paul yeah he uh left the game friday after two at bats and then didn't play saturday and from a distance you're thinking okay what's going on but uh and and uh Baldelli wouldn't have any comment on him but they put him in the lineup and he hit two home runs so to get him back uh, I don't know who's who's the odd man out when that happens. Probably poor Willie Castro or somebody. But uh, but uh, getting back in the lineup, uh, you know what they could do? Like, it could be just time to cut bait with Kepler and yeah. put Gallo in right field and, and try to get a Class A pitcher from somebody. But here's the trouble with Kepler. You're not going to be able to train him because people are just going to wait for you to get rid of him. And, right. They don't want to pick up his salary. What what is the nine or ten? Or I know something. it. <clears throat> so they they I, there's no market value for him. But he's terrible. I mean, I don't know what happened. But he's terrible. I don't know. He just he, he can't he, hit. They tried to they tried to pump him up and lead him off and talk about how good he looked in spring training. And how hard he worked. And he's hit 170. I know. Just, I thought the shift was. I thought the lag. I thought the shift ban was supposed was to help Max. Help yeah, yeah. Has not. Has not helped. I him. think he's. I think he's a. I think he's a, a release candidate. I really do. Hmm. I, th- I think they might just say, okay. I mean, they they hate to do it because maybe somebody will be able to flip the switch. But after four years, I don't know if the switch can be flipped. No, so. I don't know either. Well, should be fun this week. Still, uh, we'll have another big night Tuesday. Although those are both road games, you can watch from the comfort of your couch, not Ubering all over the Twin Cities, Patrick. And they cheat. And the Yankees are in town too, uh, so that'll be fun. And it's going to zoom all the way up to the fifty degrees, I think, uh, this week. So uh, let's celebrate. Uh, Might be spring. Maybe a little bit of spring. We've had we well, had we've had winter and we've had uh, fake summer for three days, but we haven't really had spring. Here's my uh, my update, uh, my pitch clock update too. We uh, yeah. we went three. Oh, the they were so rotten, uh, and Pedro uh, uh, Pablo Lopez was so rotten on Saturday that we played three oh nine. Three oh nine. I couldn't believe it. Of course, last year we would have said ah three oh nine. That isn't bad. Right. That's about average last year. Yesterday we came fighting back two thirteen. So, uh, it's beautiful. I love it. <laughs> You know, I have a hard time being mad about anything in sports as long as we get the pitch clock. I don't know. <laughs> I love anything it. Anything else happens, I'm fine. So, 
All right, Patrick, you too. I love it too. We'll see you later. Bye-bye. Bye.